We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 83. Our guest today is the vice president of Phelps Media Group, which is a powerhouse in the equestrian media world today. The road of how she got to where she is today is super inspiring and all stems for her love for horses and horse shows and really all things equestrian. So without further ado, let's welcome our guest, Lenore Phillips. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I love everything you do and I think your story is something that people really need to hear. So I'm so happy you're on. Thank you. I'm really honored to be here. I listen to all your podcasts and this is my first time being on a podcast. So I'm, I'm super excited. All right. Love it. Well, let's get right to it. I would love to hear how you first got introduced into the equestrian world. Was that with you riding when you were little or, or how did that start? Yeah. So actually when I was born, my parents owned a farm just outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And my dad bought this little brown and white pinto pony from our Amish Mm -hmm. neighbors. And I was on that pony before I was walking, I think by the time I was one. And my, my dad was really passionate about horses. So we always had horses. I started taking like formal hunter jumper lessons when I was seven or eight at my uh, local barn in Harrisburg. And then I started showing at local shows. I did one pony hunter class and then my, my parents realized that it was judged and they didn't love the idea of mm-hmm. having me judged objectively. So then they promptly put me in the pony jumpers uh-huh. and I then did the children's adult jumpers and the junior jumpers until I went to college And our farm was actually right around the corner from the Penn National Racetrack. So when I was in high school, I also would get up super early and go gallop racehorses as well. Fun. How did you get that gig? You know, my parents decided at one point, and I can't remember exactly when this was, that they wanted to start breeding so that we have some of our own horses on the farm. And currently they have their own Oldenburg breeding business still in Harrisburg called Last Laugh Farm. Okay. And our mares are thoroughbred mares out of Oldenburg sires. And then we have like the whole registration process there. But I had mentioned to one of the thoroughbred trainers that we purchased a mare from that I'd really like to learn to gallop. And he looked me up and down and said, you're the right size. Can you (laughs) hang on? And I said, I sure can. And so the next morning he put me on and yeah. So pretty much from the time I was 16 until I was 18, I galloped probably 10 or 15 horses a morning at Penn National. Wow. It made me a really strong rider. I could hang on to anything back then. Wow. That's such a fun experience. Yeah, it was great. And then You know, it was nice to be able to do that because then I, all of my jumper horses were off the track thoroughbred. So it meant a lot to me to be able to take a young horse off the track and then help it to jump and kind Mm -hmm. of learn with it. And that was a really important experience to me. So it was all part of that process. Yeah, definitely. 
So you were riding through your junior years, getting that experience. At what point did you realize that you wanted to work within the equestrian world? Was that always something in the back of your head at that point now that you're now that you were 18 or what was that mindset at that point in your life? Yeah, you know, actually I didn't think that I was going to be in the equestrian industry. I was also and still am a lifelong competitive swimmer. So I went to college. I went to Hood College um, where I swam on the swim team and I got a degree in history and art history. Mm -hmm. And in 2008, when I was graduating, I had planned to work at the Philadelphia Art Museum in the development office. I had an internship there the summer before and it went really well. But the recession happened in 2008 and, you know, the museum sector was was really hit by that. So I lost that job before it started. Mm. And I went home to my parents' farm to help them break babies. And I ran into my childhood trainer, Chris Cawley. And at the time, he was working with Timmy Keys and Leslie Burr Howard at Burr Associates. And he said, you know, you're you're just hanging out at home riding. You're a good rider and you know how to take care of a horse and you could make a decent living. So why don't you come work for Leslie and learn the business and make some money. And then if you want to keep doing it, great. And if you want to leave and go back to something, why don't you do that? And I couldn't argue with his logic. And I thought that was a a good idea. So I met Leslie at the American Gold Cup And I started working for her as a groom and then became one of her FEI grooms and was with her for about two and a half years. So yeah, that's how I got into it. And then I've had lots of jobs in the industry since then. It really grabbed me and wrapped me in. Yeah. What are some other roles that you took? So after I worked for Leslie, which was an incredible experience, like I have to say she is one of the hardest working human beings on Mm. the planet. And being around that kind of competitive spirit and drive was really infectious for me. And I learned so much from her. She's a lifelong role model for me, for sure. But when I left her, I've I've had a bunch of different jobs. I was a barn manager for Peter Leone at Lion Share Farm in Greenwich, Connecticut for several years. And then I was an exercise rider and groom with Eamon Hughes, who is an Irishman that buys and sells horses and trains. He's the father of Michael Hughes, who's now with Oakland Stables in Europe. Mm -hmm. And... Then to stop traveling to horse shows for a little bit because I was getting tired and I became a veterinary assistant for Dr. Timothy Ober at Steel and Associates. And I had that job for several years before moving to Florida and getting a job at, at Phelps Media Group. Okay. So tell me a little bit about the transition and your first interaction with Phelps Media Group, because obviously you were working in such hands-on roles in the equestrian world, you know, in terms of riding every day and and grooming and, and working with horses. Were you kind of wanting a little bit of a shift while still staying in the equestrian world or, or what was your first kind of interaction with Phelps Media Group? I first found out about Phelps Media Group through social media. You know, I have to be honest, when I started grooming and being on the road more like all of us do now, you know, we live on our phones and that's Mm -hmm. when Facebook mobile was really becoming a thing. Yeah. 
And so I was watching Phelps Sports and PS Dressage and getting a lot of horse show news. And I was like, man, wouldn't that be a cool job to like be able to go to the horse shows and write about it, but not have to be grooming and working 14 hour days because right. uh, the grass is always greener. Sure. Um, Side. And then I started doing some more research about Phelps Sports and I realized that it was owned by Phelps Media Group. And I started researching Phelps Media Group and I was like, wow, this is this is so cool. And I could use my college degree and still get to be in the industry. And you know, that's a company that I really want to work for. Totally. I have to be honest, I applied like three or four times, probably over the course of like four or five years. And my resume didn't really get any traction because like I just mentioned, I did so many different things and not all of which was like office job appropriate, (laughs) but I felt really strongly that all of the things I'd learned in those roles would make me a perfect marketing person in the industry because I knew what everybody at the different levels needed or what would appeal to them. And Mm -hmm. so I just kept at it. And eventually one of my mentors, Ralph Alfano, who I grew up with, also from the Pennsylvania area, introduced me to Mason Phelps. And I told Mason I'd been trying to apply. And he said, well, why don't you come in and sit down and see what happens? And the rest was history after that. Wow. How cool. What was your initial role at Phelps Media Group when you started? So I was hired as a senior account executive. Prior to starting at Phelps, I had worked for a year at another marketing and PR firm in Wellington. I was just getting married to my husband, who's a farrier, Jason Phillips, and living in Wellington full-time instead of being here seasonally. Hmm. So I had some experience and I was hired as a senior account executive and I held that position for about two and a half years before I was promoted to vice president. So cool. And how has that role changed from from those two areas for you? Certainly the biggest change has been having to hone my business skills and adjusting my strategic thinking from a client perspective to a business perspective. Mm. You know, Phelps Media Group has uh, a large number of clients. We're very fortunate to represent lots of different types of athletes, businesses, and events in our industry. And so I went from having my own book of six or seven clients as a senior account executive to having Phelps Media Group and Phelps Sports and PS Dressage be my clients and be my goals every day. Yeah. So a lot of what I do now is focus on strategically for the company, developing a plan of where we are and where we'd like to go. I'm also responsible for working with Mason and our general manager to make sure that the business is on track from a a business standpoint, from a numbers standpoint, which has been a big learning experience for me because I'm not a strong numbers person. (laughs) And also just making sure that the staff is working forward in a way that's best for the clients and also that their needs are being met as a community. Something that I take 
very seriously and Mason takes very seriously is that Phelps Media Group is a family. And so we put a lot of emphasis on the fact that our employees are working hard, but they're happy and fulfilled with the work that they're doing. So it's a lot of different hats to juggle. Totally. Yeah. So now that you are VP of Phelps Media Group, are you traveling a lot for work? Are you going to lots of shows? What does that schedule look like for you? Yeah. So we all, as a company, travel a lot during the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, So we're based out of Wellington, Florida. We have an office there and we only have two employees that work remotely. So most of us are in the office from nine to five, certainly through the winter season. And then from April until November, we're on the road traveling to the various horse shows that we represent and also the horse shows that we cover for the sports websites and doing whatever sort of client work we have. I would say that most of the employees, myself included, are on the road for two weeks out of every month. And I actually thought that I would travel less when I was promoted to this position, but that was not true. Um, (laughs) I actually travel more. And so I not only travel to horse shows and support the staff at the horse shows, but I also have been traveling for more client-centered purposes for video shoots and to meet clients wherever their businesses are, things like that. I'm probably gone 16 days out of every month, I'd say, from April to November. That's up there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is. And I don't like to fly. So it's, oh. <laughs> it's always, it's always interesting. You know, it's, that's been a real, a real change for me is just having to confront that fear and travel all the time. I like to think I'm getting better at it anyway. Oh man. Yeah. What are some things that you find are any bit of help to you for traveling? You know, I have done a lot of research about preparing like a carry-on bag that has all of the all of the necessities in case the flights get changed Uh I mean inevitably they do that happens to everyone Um, and just making sure that I get a good night's sleep beforehand because you know being properly rested helps to keep the anxiety down Mm -hmm. Um, and making sure I have all of the things checked off of my list and then I just get on and hope for the best (laughs) yeah Okay, hold that thought because I would love to take a minute to talk to you about our sponsor today. Are you familiar with the Tack Hack? Think of it as a Nordstrom rack for equestrians. Shop thetackhack.com for your favorite premium tack and riding apparel brands at discounted prices. Interested in saddle consignment? The Tack Hack also offers a minimum of 70% commission on your premium jumping or dressage saddles, plus your saddle ships to them for free. And attention listeners, take advantage of this special podcast discount code, you can enjoy an additional 20% off your next purchase with code podcast. Limit is one time per customer and sorry guys, that code excludes saddles. Head over to their website at thetackhack.com and take advantage of the deals. The Tack Hack, the sport you love for less. Thank you, Tack Hack. Okay, let's head back to the episode. So shifting gears a little bit to talking a little bit more about 
Phelps Media as far as services and and let's say there's someone listening who is an athlete or a brand. What makes for a good client for Phelps Media Group? Like, and at what time should an athlete or brand consider representation like Phelps Media? So my answer to that is that any client is a perfect client for Phelps Media Group. We pride ourselves on working with businesses of all sizes. You know, we have horse shows that are on the smaller side, horse shows that are on the bigger side. We have some of the top athletes in the sport and then also athletes that are just starting and getting a name out there for themselves and for their businesses. We also represent everything from supplement companies to charities to tack to brands. I mean, Anything in the equestrian, the competitive equestrian marketplace is right up our wheelhouse and is what we're most comfortable working with. I tell people that Phelps Media Group is a full service marketing and public relations agency for Hunter Jumper, Dressage, and also Polo. And then we do have some inroads into the racing industry and to a little bit into Western, but really our strengths are hunter jumper and dressage. And specifically when it comes to athletes, you know, I think that the most important thing to invest in as an athlete is yourself and your brand. I think that it's really, really key that you represent yourself honestly and that when you're out looking for sponsors or if you're looking for owners for horses, that you have a team behind you like the one at Phelps Media Group that can help you put your best foot forward, help you stay in communication and help you fulfill all of your responsibilities. Also, I think that a lot of people get a little bit nervous about talking about themselves or talking about their businesses. And so that's when it's really helpful for Phelps Media Group to come in and to tell, help you tell your story for you. You know, we have a, a lot of great relationships with magazines and blogs and podcasts like like yours and we really understand our audience and so we're great at communicating your service or your business to the audience that's going to be most beneficial for you and to help you grow and another thing that i feel like we bring to the table is that the entire staff from the top to the bottom we're all equestrians and we're all enthusiasts. And so we really have a good sense of what people are interested in, in hearing from the different groups that we work with and also the things that, that we're hoping to learn and the ways in which we want the equestrian industry to grow. So you have a captive audience that's speaking to a captive audience and we've found a lot of success with that business model. Totally. Yeah, I think that's amazing. If individual or brand is looking for that representation with Phelps Media Group, what do some of those services include? So we offer traditional marketing services in terms of press releases, news articles, branding, logo design, website design and development, graphic design and development. Uh, We also offer full service social media management And uh, specifically for athletes, we offer a sponsorship management program that they can use as well. In terms of events, we 
every person at Phelps Media Group is a photojournalist and a very, very strong writers. We've got a, a great team of incredibly strong writers and photographers. So we're able to come to the event, help you put together everything from your sponsorship decks to your event coverage, and then send out the press releases about the day's activities at the end of the event. And then we're also there to help with sponsorship fulfillment, you know, make sure that events have everything that they need to give to their sponsors afterwards to prove the worth and the value of the event. In terms of small businesses and charities, we help with messaging and branding. That's a really big part of what we do is strategic messaging, strategic planning, and then making sure that you're always staying on brand and that the brand is being developed in a thoughtful way. It seems like anyone could benefit from at least a couple of those items. I mean, whether you are someone who's really good at marketing yourself, but you honestly just don't have the hours in the day, this could be a good fit. Or if, like you were saying, cannot for the life of them figure out how to land some sponsorships or get certain you know, collaborations or things like that, that that's something that you guys navigate so smoothly and in a very like tasteful way. So it seems like on any end of the spectrum that there are some really cool services that you provide. Absolutely. And, you know, one other thing I'd say is that we are not a one size fits all agency. You know, Phelps Media Group, I think, was the first marketing and PR agency in equestrian sport. Wow. And some people think that because we are such a big agency and because there's so many things that we do that maybe they couldn't afford to work with us or we're not the right fit, but that is 100% not the case. All of our clients are the most important thing to us. Our clients are have their own account executives and teams behind them. And it's those teams' goal to make sure that they're getting the best possible service all the time. So if you're considering working with an agency, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd love to help you put together a plan to have your business put their best foot forward. You know, I personally... One of the things that I really love about my job is is meeting people and talking to people and working out strategies for the different groups that we work with. So even if it's just a call to to chat with us and see if we're a good fit, you know, we're a hundred percent open to that. And you know, we'd love to meet you and we'd love to help you take your business, whatever it may be, to the next level. You know, our client success is what our company is built on. So you know, we're always in the market to have as much success as possible. Totally. Having being so close to the equestrian media world, you are have so many different clients and so many different kind of connections and close-up views of the industry. Has it tainted your view of the sport in any way or has it made you love the sport more? What have been your thoughts kind of as you've been really immersed in the world? You know, I will say that's a really great question, and I'll have to say that I love it with the same passion, but I do love it differently. I have been in love with horses all of my life. I think that horses are are a really incredible animal and they really bring out the best in people. When I became a groom at Leslie's and a rider and I was on the show circuit all year long, 
that definitely changed how I saw the industry. There were a lot of amazing things and a lot of great opportunities that I had the chance to be a part of, but it's a hard life and there are hard things that come with that too. Transitioning into an office job, you know, working at Phelps, that's definitely given my life more stability, but it's also given me an opportunity to appreciate the sport for what it is. But then I also see the potential that it has. I would really love to see our sport blossom into something that's more recognized and more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, and I know this sounds cliche, but I would love to see it achieve what it has achieved in Europe. You know, you go to Europe and there are packed stadiums and you can watch it on TV. Right. The riders are treated like the football and baseball players are treated here. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't think the industry does a great job at promoting itself. So that's what I'm really passionate about right now is doing the best we can to put ourselves out there to get that mainstream recognition and really grow into a top tier sport in North America. Right. Yeah. I think that that's an amazing goal and something that I think almost all of us equestrians would agree upon having that, that reach would be incredible. And, and totally the, the industry deserves it. Yeah. I think that there's nothing more compelling than the relationship between horse and rider and the fact that our horses allow us to achieve this greatness as a pair is such a special thing. I think if we continue to communicate that to people, that it will be really meaningful to almost everyone out mm-hmm. there. You know, Absolutely. Okay. So between you and me, what is your favorite part of your job and what is the biggest challenge? My favorite part of my job is being able to meet and talk to so many different people and be involved in almost every part of the industry. I love going to horse shows. I'm a horse show junkie. (laughs) So my favorite part of the job is like traveling and meeting riders and talking to people and working with the businesses. I'm really passionate about being around people. Yeah, I'm a big people person. I thrive on being around around people and and in the atmosphere. The hardest part of my job is I think staying on track. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many things that we do and so many things that we have our hands in that I can be easily distracted from the plans that we've laid out. So I definitely have to make a concerted effort to say, we're going to slow down, take a step back, look at the overall picture and make sure that we're staying on track and achieving our goals. And nine times out of 10, we are because I've got a great staff that's really self-motivated and does great things for the company every single day. But, you know, for me, I've got to, I've got to, rein myself in sometimes because I Mm -hmm. just love what I do and I love to have my hands in every little thing. 
Totally. Yeah. No, I get that too with, with my job and having so many different little outshoots with training and then the blog and podcast and the workshop. I'm like a big picture person. So my mind yeah. can go wild and I'm like, okay, Bethany, stick to the to-do list. Come on, yep. let's let's gotta get A, B, and C done. Uh, so yep. I totally relate to that. <laughs> um, You're absolutely do, right. Yep. Do you feel like there's an area of the industry that you are particularly passionate about? that you feel like the rest of the industry, the equestrian community, either doesn't know a lot about or doesn't talk enough about? That's a hard question, uh, but again, a very good question. So something that I'm I'm kind of focusing on and, and I'm trying to be more passionate about and trying to make some change in is is the transparency in how our sport grows and changes and and how it operates from a business standpoint. Now that I have been not forced, but spent much more of my time focusing strategically on business, it, it makes me really consider how other businesses are run. Right. And when you look at the sport, I think that there's a gap between the older equestrians that are running the horse shows and the associations and, you know, really making some of the bigger decisions. And then the younger group of professionals that are up and coming and, and have a lot of new ideas. And so I would really like to see, and I'm, I'm pushing to see some of those people that in the, that are in their early thirties, you know, in that like 30 to 45 range have a bigger say in what's happening in our industry and where the sport can grow. I definitely don't want us to get stuck in our old ways and, and miss an opportunity to break out. And I think it's really important for there to be a lot of mentorship in our sport, not only from a training perspective with the horses, but mentorship is key in any part of your life. And Mm -hmm. and I take it really seriously as a person as well with some of the younger staff that I work with is how do you set a good example? How do you set people up to succeed? And then how do you continue that success so that everyone profits from it? And so I'd love to see some of the younger professionals in our industry have more seats on board of directors, certainly at horse shows, but also with USHJA and USCF to just help make sure that the sport is going in the right direction and that everybody's voices are being heard in a way that we succeed together. I've been incredibly fortunate to have a handful of really strong mentors in my life. And I want everybody to have that same opportunity. And then I want to provide that opportunity for the next person. So, so that's something that I'm hoping to make some, some real progress in, in the next couple of years. Yeah. I think that's amazing. The overall education and transparency, I think is going to be key for, for the overall well-being of our sport. Yeah. I mean, our sport has changed so much in the last 25 years, like Mm -hmm. even in the last 10 and, and five years, like so much has changed. And so, so many things are different. And I just, I think it's really important that 
everybody's voices are heard. Like, even if you were, you're an amateur that's horse showing at a B horse show level, Mm -hmm. your voice should matter just as much as the person that's on the A circuit competing in Grand Prix. You know, everybody's perspective is necessary in order to help us continue to grow and be accessible. As a young professional, I have a lot of passion and energy and ideas for how the sport can grow. And mm-hmm. there are tons of other people that are in my position as well. And so I'd love for all of us to be able to work together with the leadership right now and achieve that change so that you know it's a better sport for everyone in the end. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Well, Lenore, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the Equestrian Podcast. Phelps Media Group is such a powerhouse and I love everything you're doing. So I appreciate you and I wish you all the best. Thank you, Bethany. Thanks for having me on. All right. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week.